All right, Rabosai. Good evening. Good evening. Let us begin. So we're going to continue tonight in Meretz Hashem, in the Tal Lechaim, in the, the Chalban's work titled Hakitsu Veraninu. And again, just to continue a little bit where we left off from yesterday, from yesterday evening, from last week. So the, the Chalban introduced us to this incredible Yisod of the Panimius and the Chitzonius. And remember, what was so unique about this piece is how <coughs> the Rebbe really defines Chitzonius and Panimius in such a dramatically different way than perhaps we would have thought beforehand. So remember, again, just a very quick review. And, and of course, uh, especially Ashkach Tamayshi for the challenge. I think this is... Oh, yeah. I, 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 I was going to say, I think you volunteered for one week, and I think this yeah, is the fourth week, week, right? Good, Baruch Hashem. All right, so I'll say, so, so the Chalban spoke about the idea of the Panimius and the Chitzonius, and he spoke about the Yisod that the, interestingly enough, that the Chitzonius, each of us has two identities. There is myself, the identity I have as an individual, so my personality, my persona, even my own spiritual identity. And then there is the identity that we have as being part of the whole. That I am, part, I am a member of Cloud Yisrael. And remember again, the Chaban gave the mushal, like you have limbs of the body and the body. So I have an arm, I have an arm. So an arm has an independent identity, it's an arm. But the truth is, the arm also has an identity as a limb or a part of the body. So the Chaban explained that often we put all the emphasis on the chitzonius, the external, the individual identity. But in reality, the true essence of who and what we are is the panemius. The true essence of a Jew, the true identity of a Jew, is not defined in my own personal individual persona, but rather, again, it's in my personality as being part of the whole. Just like the arm is really, you know, if you have a deta- you have an amputated arm, there's no purpose in that arm. It doesn't serve any type of utilitarian purpose. The arm is only fully served or only fully actualized when it's part of the body. So to the Yid, says the Chalban, his true essence comes out when? When he's part, his in his identity of, as part of the cloud. So the Chaban called that, that's called the panemius. The real identity, the ch- true essence of my identity is in, my, uh, is in, is in being a chilek, in being a piece of cloud Yisrael. So let's pick up. We started last week with the Sod HaGolos, which is page Lamed Aleph. Let's pick up with that again. So the Chaban says as follows. Vihine, says, I'm sorry? Who is the Chaban? You didn't listen to last week's share? I sent you, I sent the link. Uh, you're busy. <laughs> um, the Chaban, the Chaban was one of the great Mikubalim in Eretz Yisrael. Um, Harav Chaim Kohn. So he was one of the great Mikubalim in Eretz Yisrael. He's called the Chaban because he was a dairy worker. He worked in the Tenuva factory. He was the Tzadik Nistar. Tzadik Nistar, clean-shaven guy, you know, wore a cap, you know, just, uh, but he was one of the great Mikubalim of, of contemporary times. So his, his Torah is recorded in a series of Sfarim called as he has on Chumash, this Hakitsu Rananu is one of his, uh, one, one of the newer farm that were put out. So, what's it? Good, Chaim, caught up. But I knew it was for the other. Oh, it was for the other. <laughs> You're like the guy at the Shabbos table who purposely spills the wine. That's incredible. Wow. Mamish. Mamish. Uh, no, he passed away. He passed away not, not long ago. Not long ago, right? A couple of years ago. Everybody knew. The milkman. The milkman. The milkman. Yeah. <laughs> you can see. It's quite. Uh, yeah, really incredible. And he, and he was part of this chevra. He's part of this chevra of these great mikubalim that all just looked like ordinary people, but were some of the greatest tzaddikim, oh, right, some of the greatest tzaddikim of our generation. So, and his Torah, you have, you'll see again, and his, his Torah is just, there's something different about it. 
There's just something different about it. You'll see. It says, Soda Golos. Soda Golos. Vihime, Golos Yisra Me'artsam Yisoda Misa. So the Chaban says that the Golos, when we are exiled from Eretz Yisrael, that is the equivalent of death. Now, what does that mean? So what we're going to see over here is that he's going to go ahead and draw a lot from the vision of the Atzamas Hayyaveshos from Yechazkel. So we're going to see again, this, this, is the, right, this is the famous vision of the dry bones, the dry bones that come back to life. See, he says there was something amazing. He says, Golos is like a cemetery. We'll define what that means. So says the Chaban, what's Misa? What's death? We read this last week. Hamisa, he perut haguf hashalim l'resisim. Death is a fracturing of a whole into pieces. Right? When I'm alive, so I have a body, I have a soul. Right? And my body, my soul, they're one entity. A person dies, there's a fracture. The body is, goes into pieces. Now there's my body. My body stays in the earth. My soul goes up to shine. And then the body itself disintegrates over time. And says the Chaban, something he says, what's Golos? What's Golos? Golos is when there is a breakdown of the panemius, and all Klal Yisrael has is the Chitzonius, which means what? Essentially, the only time that we are truly a united nation, right? The only time that Klal Yisrael is as one organism, one body, is when we're all in Eretz Yisrael together. The whole tragedy of Golos is not simply the displacement from a geographic location. The whole tragedy of Golos is the fact that I no longer have my panemius. We're not all attached. We're not all attached. We're splintered. And therefore, says the Chalban, no sarnu rak In Golos, you don't have your panemius, which is your identity as part of the whole. In Golos, all you have is chitzonius. And what does chitzonius mean? My individual identity. So right, so in Golos, I could become a very holy individual. I could actualize my sense of self. But says the Chaban, that's chitzonius. That's the external part of me. But my panemius, which is my identity as a chilek, as a part of the whole, that cannot be actualized in Golos. He goes on. He says, Mashmos shall klal Yisrael hi matzav bo no sarnu rak bezodah chitzonios shuchayim shakal adam levado. Sir, Golos is every person kind of lives on his own. The person, kishuv lo hayinu guf echad ele evarim merusakim. We're no longer one body, rather we're just independent limbs. Toim nifradim zemizeh Remember, cells, right? just like the body is made up of cells. Each cell has an identity, but the cell itself is only meaningful when it combines together with all the other cells to become part of the body. So ultimately, again, when we're in Golos, so the organism, the body is broken up. There are still individual cells. Do the individual <laughs> cells, right? do, do the limbs have importance? Yes. Yes, they do. Individual importance. So he quotes an amazing gra. But say, listen to the power of these words. Says the gra, we have no idea when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to send his spirit, his ruach from above. 
כי מאיס שחרף הבית יוצא רוחינו עד הרס ראשינו, from the time the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, it's almost like we've had, the, we've had the wind knocked out of us. Our crown has been knocked off of us. ונשארנו רק אנחנו הגוף שלו בלא נפש. Look how the Grud describes the Jew in diaspora. I'm a body without a soul. I'm a body without a soul. And ultimately, again, going out of Eretz Yisrael, being dispersed, being exiled, is ultimately like going to the grave. So these are very strong words. And just like when a person dies, the corpse is devoured by all kinds of things that are in the earth. Here in Galus, we're devoured by our Gentile enemies, and there is nothing to save us. But yet there were great yeshivas, even in exile. But you know, over time, over time, when the body is in pieces, the body decomposes. Right? In other words, think about this just in the muscle of death. That ultimately, again, once, once the soul and the body are separated, the body will remain intact for a little while. But after a certain amount of time, the body itself begins to decompose. So the, so the Graz describing that the Jew in Galus, the body in Galus, begins to decompose. But nevertheless, the bones were still left intact. The bones remained intact. Who are the bones? The bones are the Tamidi Chachamim, Torah scholars of Avam Yisrael. They're the ones, just like the bones, the skeleton is what holds the body up. So Tamidi Chachamim are here as well. But at a certain point in time, sometimes the bones themselves decompose. And the bones turn to dust. And sometimes that's how we feel as well, says the Gra, That we feel reduced to dust. Such beautiful words. The Gra says, we f- what we need now more than anything is Tchias HaMesim. Tchias HaMesim. Rebbe said, but what kind of Tchias HaMesim is the Gra referring to over here? He's referring to the Tchias HaMesim of Klal Yisrael. That when we're in exile, I can actualize my Chitzonius, but I can't actualize my Panemius. I can cultivate an individual sense of self but I cannot be part of the whole. The whole is disjointed and disconnected. And when the whole is disjointed and disconnected, it begins to decay. That's what happens. So says the girl, we're sitting here in Golos and we're waiting for a Tchias HaMesim. But the Tchias HaMesim, the girl is referring to over here, is a bringing back to Eretz Yisrael, a rejoining of the body into one and a regeneration of the body. Zoe, Ha'esporerus Sheba Golos. Vihimeg. So therefore, again, what does the Chaban say? In, in Golos, it's, and it's such a fascinating thing to see, in Golos, he posits, there's no Panemius. There's no Panemius. It's only Chitzonius. In Golos, you could perfect your personal identity. You could perfect that. But in Golos... You cannot perfect your panemius. You cannot perfect your relationship to Am Yisrael. That can, he posits, that can only be done in Eretz Yisrael. So to take on the Atzmo Bilbad. You can fix yourself. Ki bizman ha-galos, lo ha-yachol ha-adam litpos atzmo b'bechinas ha-panemius. Because we'll say, remember, what the Chalban is saying is a very simple Yisrael. It's, it's not, it's the Gros saying the same exact thing. Which is the ability of Am Yisrael to be an Eretz, to, to be, to be a one, 
is a function of being in Eretz Yisrael. You know, the Gemara has a discussion about... I'm sorry? Just being in Eretz Yisrael or, or in the Gula? I mean, no, it doesn't ha- we're going to see it doesn't have to be the Gula. In other words, this doesn't require Messianic redemption. Oh, no. This requires Am Yisrael being in Eretz Yisrael. Am Yisrael being in Eretz Yisrael. Even a portion yeah. of them or row? No, it's going it's to... So I was going to mention... Right, so I was going to mention on this that, that there's a whole discussion in general. First of Shachter Shlita has a piece on this where he discusses that it could very well be that the definition of Am Yisrael are only the Jews who live in Eretz Yisrael. Everyone else is a Jew. Yeah. Is a Jew. But being a member of Am, the Am, the Am only exists in Eretz Yisrael. Right? Individual Jews exist. I think he quoted a Gemara on this. I have to, I have to go back and take a look. Right? Individual Jews exist in, in the Gola, but Am Yisrael only exists within Eretz Yisrael itself. So he goes on, he says as follows. So to be clear, is there an avoda in Galos? Absolutely. What's the avoda in Galos? Perfect myself. That, that, that's, that's the goal, to perfect myself, to work on myself. Ba'olam hazeh, u ba'olam habo. Lefichach, avodas Hashem, hismakda betikun shal kol nitzutz liatzmo bilvad. So again, he's restating the same idea. That the, what, what can you work on in Galus? What you have the ability to work on in Galus is self-perfection. And unfortunately, again, this is part of the curse of Galus. We live in such a different time. And the truth is, like, you know, in previous generations, the real Nisayon was Galus. In our generation... The Nisan is to remember that we're in Galus, right? It's such, such a, it's, it's amazing what, what one or two generations, like what, what a difference the experience of the Jewish diaspora is. It's so dramatic. You think about this now, like even with the rise of anti-Semitism, right? And there really is a significant and scary rise in anti-Semitism and not like far out places. You're talking about New York. Are you talking about again? It's, it's wild, but yet it's interesting that I think for many of us, okay, we see it's a problem. <laughs> But this is home. This is home. You know, it's just our challenge is do we, like, yeah, it's gullus. We have to remind ourselves it's gullus. It's fundamentally gullus. It's not as it should be. And we have to live with that reality and that knowledge and that understanding each and every day. So, so, so the Chaban says that. When did he write this? Did he write this after 1948? Yeah, yeah, this is much. He's, he's going to refer to the Medina in just a moment. Yeah, this is contemporary. This is when did he write this? This is recent. Tafshin Ayin Dalit. Right? So again, it could be when it was Rem, it might have been, it might have been delivered earlier, but it's contemporary. He goes on, he says, There's no Pneumius in Galos. The only time a Yid could have Pneumius, meaning an identity as part of the whole, is when Am Yisrael's in Eretz Yisrael. Kimam Arazor al-Apasuk, look at the Raya, Mika Amcha Yisrael Goy Echad Ba'aretz. Who is like Yisrael Goy Echad, a singular nation, Ba'aretz. And writes the Zohar, Lo Ikrun Echad Ela Ba'aretz. The only time we're Echad, the only time Chal Yisrael is a nation, a unified nation, is ultimately again when we are in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so I will say, so now just keep the, keep the parts in mind. So, right, so we have 
Chitzonius and Panemius. We now have the Chaban telling us that ultimately, again, Golos, Golos itself, the tragedy of Golos is the inability to access the Panemius. All I can access is the Chitzonius. All I can do in Golos ultimately is work on my own individual identity, but there is no identity to the Klal that is really to be cultivated in Golos. That identity, that connection to the collective, to Am Yisrael, ultimately only exists in Israel. And I will say now, again, you know, to, to kind of temper these words a little bit, you understand, of course, that it doesn't mean in Chutzlar, it's I can't create a connection to something bigger than myself. We, we know you can. You could be part of a kehila. You could be part of a chabura. You could be part of a community. There are ways to become part of something bigger than yourself. But that's a chilek of Klal Yisrael, not all of Klal Yisrael. The ability to connect with all of Klal Yisrael, what he calls the panemius, only in Eretz Yisrael. So we'll say, now watch this. Watch this. Page Lamed Gimel. His next section. Ha-Geula ha-Panemius ha-Torah. Excuse me. Ha-Geula u-Panemius ha-Torah. So he says as follows. No de pamim ain't sifar, bizarre, obesifer eponymous. Listen to this. So he says it's many times in Zohar and in other uh, works of Hasidus eponymous, Shela Asid Lavo, Tiskala Torah eponymous, Bechol Oravatoka from Roma Musa. In now the Asid Lavo, Bepashlus means the Messianic era. When Mashiach comes, what he calls the Torah's eponymous, the inner dimensions of Torah will be fully revealed, Bechol Ora, with their complete light, and with their full grandeur and glory. Uba, Yetzu Yisrael min agolos berachamim rabim. And ultimately, again, that's how we will go ahead and leave Golos. So we'll say, this is an interesting idea that it sounds like over here from what he's writing, is that first there'll be this Torah Sapanemius. We'll define what that means in just a moment. First there'll be a Torah Sapanemius, and then as a result of the Torah Sapanemius, ultimately, again, Golos comes, excuse me, Geula comes from that. So what does this mean? Ubeir inyonzeh, no'otz mamish b'masha anumidabrim. So the Chaban says, this is literally rooted in what we're talking about. Watch this. Kisot pinimias hatora, hitora sashchina. So say, let's. Look, he, he mentioned this in the beginning of the sefer, but let's kind of peel back the layers a little bit, right? So remember again, the way we're defining pinimias is how we define pinimias. Pinimias represents the part of me, the part of me that is that's the the part of me that's a part of Klal Yisrael. Right, so it's, it's it's my identity, but it's my identity as part of a whole, not my identity as an individual. And remember again, the Chalban said in the beginning of the Sefer that that ability to connect with Kali Yisrael, that part of me that's a part of Kali Yisrael, is also directly intertwined with the Shechina. So says the Chalban something amazing. He says, "What's the Pnimius Hatorah?" Right. So it's interesting. What he's highlighting over here is a fascinating. So, which is just like I as an individual have two parts to me. My chitzonius, my personal identity, and my panemius, my klal Yisrael identity. In Torah itself, in Torah itself, there are two parts. There is a chitzonius part of Torah, and there is a panemius part of Torah. Two separate things. He says, panemius of Torah, hu Torah sashchina. It's beautiful. What's the panemius? What's the inner part of Torah? That's the Torah of the shechina. What does that mean? So this is incredible. There's an element of Torah, says the Chalban, that is only accessible and only understandable when you're part of the whole. 
it doesn't speak to the individual. It only speaks to the person who is a member of the collective. This is so incredibly beautiful. See, this all goes with the idea of that Torah, Am Yisrael, Kutsho Brichu HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Chadhi, all one entity. So what the Chabad is positing is as follows, is if at the end of the day, I have two dimensions to myself, my Chitzonius and my Panemius, my Chitzonius being my individual identity, my Panemius being my identity as part of the whole, there's two parts to Torah also. There's a Chitzonius of Torah, and there's a Panemius of Torah. What's the Chitzonius of Torah? What's the Chitzonius of Torah? I'll say, what is that? What is that? That's the part of Torah that allows me to build myself. Right? So again, that's, so much of Torah is all about that. that right? it's Torah, Torah is the greatest self-help book. Right? Torah is the greatest self-help guide, self-improvement guide. That's the entire Torah is about. Except now the Chavan says, by the way, there's another dimension of Torah. That's called the Torah of the Panemius. And the Torah of the Panemius is a dimension of Torah that is only accessible when you are part of the whole. If you're part of the whole, there's elements of Torah that are revealed to you. I don't, I don't mean like, like, like hocus pocus, you know, heebie-jeebie stuff like mystical. I mean like, he's just saying that there, there's a level of knowledge. There's a plane of understanding that's only accessible to a person when they are part of cloud. So I will say, I want to point something out, very important. You know, anyone who's ever had the schos to go be in Eretz Yisrael, and if you learn in Eretz Yisrael, your learning in Eretz Yisrael is different than your learning in Galos. It just is. It just is. It, it, okay, so at first maybe you could say maybe you're more inspired. Th- that might be part of it. Where does that inspiration come from? So what the Chavan says is because, again, even, even when you're in Eretz Yisrael, by definition, you're closer to the Klal than you are when you're in Galos, which means that there is a dynamic of Torah that is accessible to you when you're part of the... When you, when you, essentially, when you connect with your own Panemius meaning that you are part of the cloud, part of the whole, you are able to connect with the panemius, the inner dimension of Torah as well. And the Chaban says, and again, this is very esoteric, we're going to drill down as to what this means. He says, When you're part, when you access your panemius, as a result of being part of the cloud, you're able to go ahead and access a level of Torah that speaks to the body in its entirety. So that connects you to HaKadosh Baruch and this level of Torah teaches you how to find your panemius. Because that is our job as a cell or as a limb of the Shechina. So we'll say, right now, we don't really know what the Chaban's talking about. Right? In other words, that we understand what he's describing, but I don't actually understand what, what so what's this Torah? Right? What's, what's the difference between Chitzonius Torah and Panemius Torah? So on a basic level, I know definitionally what's different. Chitzonius Torah helps me become a better person. Panemius Torah somehow connects me to Klal Yisrael and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What are those two levels? How do they work? We'll see. V'zeh Omak, Mashinoda Tamid, listen to this. He says, this is the death of that which we always know. Bechol pina b'pnima satora sold l'shem yichud kudsha brichu ushchinte. So I'll say this is quite beautiful. So for those, for those of us who say l'shem yichuds, right, before you do a mitzvah, 
right? L'shem yuchu kudshabrichu ushchinte b'dechilu rochimu, which literally means what? L'shem yuchu kudshabrichu for the oneness of your name, Hakadosh Baruch Hu ushchinte. Why do we say that before mitzvahs? Well, what what is that? So I don't know, of course, on a basic level, why do we say it? Those who say, why do you say it? Hachana, right? It just it really is just a wonderful way, really just a wonderful way to focus oneself instead of jumping into the mitzvah, just. 10 seconds of preparation before you go ahead and whatever the mitzvah might be. Tefillin, Kiddush, good. But look what the Chaban says. He says, See, the Chaban says something beautiful. He says, you know what L'Shem Yichud is for? L'Shem Yichud is not just simply a way to ready myself for Kavana. L'Shem Yichud is me saying, you know, I know right now probably I'm going to access Torah on the chitzonius level. But you know what I really yearn for? I yearn to access Torah on the panemius level. L'shem yichud kudshabrichu ushchinte. What I want to really do is learn Torah in a way that connects me to you. Or do the mitzvah in a way that connects me to you. What I'm really looking for in life is my panemius. See, I the great paradigm shift we have to have when learning the Sefer is... Often we think that like the pinnacle of accomplishment is self-improvement, which, is, which I always thought was true until you learn the same. And then you realize self-accomplishment or self-improvement, self-actualization <laughs> is an incredibly important step. But it's actually the external shell of holiness and spirituality. The real essence of ruchnius, of spiritual growth, comes not by my own personal development, but comes in my connection to the Klal, which ultimately results in a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is facilitated through a connection to Eretz Yisrael. He goes on, he says, That's what I'm saying. When I say L'Shem Yichud, I'm saying Kodesh Baruch Hu. I want to do my mitzvahs in a way that not just leads to self-improvement or self-actualization. That's great. But I want to connect with you. And how do I connect with you? When I am part of the whole of Klal Yisrael. When I access my panemius, he goes on, he says, Elamamish ovedes es avodas amiso kulo, mitzad chalka, just like a limb or a cell that, that operates on behalf of the entire body. So watch this last paragraph I will say on page Lamed Gimel. Says the Chalban, V'zohi. Zohi madregas hachaim shal This is the madrega of Geula. What does it mean to live in Geula? In the previous, in the previous chapter, in the previous section, the Chaban spoke about Golos. What's Golos? In one word, what's Golos? Death. Right? Not a physical death, but ultimately, again, just like death, the essence of death is a splitting of the parts. That which is whole is fractured into pieces. Person dies. Then a Shama is fractured away from the body. Golos is a fracturing of me from the collective. Now all I have is my own personal identity, not a part of the collective. So what's Gula? Everybody say, what's Gula? He says, B'Sheves Yisrael alad maso b'Shleimus. We'll say, what's Gula? Gula is when Klal Yisrael sits together, right? Dwells together in Eretz Yisrael in a sense of completion. And I will say the whole Yisrael of Galos is 
the body is put together. The arm, right, the arm is significant now because it's attached to the body. And when the body is intact, so ultimately the klal is intact, there's an attachment to the Shekhinah. And the Torah that I'm able to learn in that state is of a different level. The Iker HaGeula Teluya B'Nekuda Zu. V'hainu, Shenoshov Lachios Madrego Zu, V'hu Atzmo Inyan Masha Geula Teluya B'Sefer HaZohar, or Begilui Sisrei Torah. So here he says something very interesting. Because if you remember again, if you go back to the first line, towards the first line on this page, he's quoting from the Sefer Avodas HaKodesh. And in the Sefer Avodas HaKodesh, he suggests that ultimately, again, the way to bring Geula is to delve into the Torah HaPanimis. Delve into the deeper levels of Torah. Because embedded in the deeper levels, in the Panimis of Torah, is what? Is what? Is the Shekhinah. And when you delve into the panemius of Torah, a person is able to taste a little bit of their own panemius as well. And somehow accessing that panemius, my panemius, through panemius at Torah, ultimately brings the gula. And I will say, it's hard to put together exactly what it is that he's saying because it's not immediately clear what the panemius HaTorah is that he's referring to here. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. It also seems a little bit circular because on one hand, it sounds like, how do you access panemius HaTorah? How do you access that? How do you access it? Right? In Gula, right? In other words, that, that's accessed when I'm part of the whole in Eretz Yisrael. But then it sounds like in order to get Gula, I have to access that. So we'll, we'll deal with that, what, what appears to be a little bit of circular, circular logic as well. Why, why, why was it necessary to have it, to set up this way? Why couldn't you serve Hashem individually? Why did it have to come through a through a cloud, through Eretz Yisrael? Why? Why did Hashem have to set it up in this fashion? Why wouldn't it have been suffice to just have set it up each person in his own way to serve Hashem? Why did it ha- why I why does it depend I, on the collective? Right, why? Right. So I, I mean again I think the simple answer to that is because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is trying to teach us that there is a much greater power in the collective than there is as a Yachid. Right? As a Yachid, you could only reach here. Right? As a member of the Klal, you could get up here. I mean, that, that's, remember, this is a foundational tenant in everything we do. This is the concept of a minion, the concept of Philabetzibor, the concept of Barovam Hadras Melech, the concept of Zchus Avos, is all this idea that as an individual, as an island, I could do whatever I can do. But my Yecholes kind of like taps out at a certain level, or for most of it taps out at a certain level. But I'm able to embed myself, I'm part of the collective. So suddenly, again, I have, I have all of these other strengths that I can draw on. Now, you, you can still tell why that Kodesh Baruch Hu make it that way. I don't know. You know, that's, that's a shayla like in the fabric of the Bria. But there's no shayla. There's, the, the, what there's no shayla is that Kodesh Baruch Hu clearly orchestrated that he doesn't want a group of individuals. He wants a collective. So that's why, again, you see this, by the way. Why is it that a Dover Shebek Dushan, can ask even simpler. Why can't I just say Kiddusha in my own Shemona Esrei? Why, why do I need a minion? Right? I was like, like well, why? Why can't I? And, why, and a person saying, Kaddish for a parent. I, I need nine other people? I'm, I'm the child mourning my parents. I need nine other people. So it's an incredible yisod, right? Which is, say, which is your question. Which is a good question. Kaddish Baruch Hu saying, Elamai, you want to say Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish? You can't do that by yourself. As you're on your own, there's only so much you could do. You need the, you, you need the collective in order to reach your full potential. Again, it doesn't answer the why. I, I, I don't know why I could have made it that way, but that's clearly the way that it's set up.
Did I did I see wax more? Did I did I uh yeah, good? There's one more piece? Good. So we'll say so let's take a look. Let's let's at least begin. We have another another minute. So I'll just I'll just show you. We'll begin the next piece over here. But saying this is really beautiful. He writes over here, Shnei Shalabe Hagula, which means that ultimately again there are two parts of Gula. So we'll say so now we have Pnimius Chitsonius, right? We have Pnimius Chitsonius. We now understand what Gulus is and we now understand what Gula is. Now the tricky part for us is going to be how do you bring about Geula? So remember again, the Chalban is giving, it sounds like a little bit contradictory. On one hand, it sounds like Panemius brings about Geula, but on the other hand, it sounds like real Panemius can't be accessed without Geula. So look what he writes. He says, V'neash pakada So here, Abura, this, is, this is what you were mentioning. So the Chalban says, V'neash pakada shamo See, the Chalban says it. Bar Hashem. We are living in times of Geula. HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembered his people. He has brought us back to Eretz Yisrael. Li'achar galos mora v'kasha. U'baruch Hashem asher gavar chasdo aleinu shehotzi'inu mimaves l'chaim. But I say literally again, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given, and I, say, I, I, want, I want, just want to point out something. This has nothing to do with whether or not you say halalan yomat right? This is just an objective fact. An objective fact. Am Yisrael is back in Eretz Yisrael, and we have the Ribonyot, we have the, we have the control, right? We have the mastery over, even, but say, even you think about for a moment, even Harabayas, right? As much as you can't really do much on Harabayas, it's still under Jewish autonomy, right? At the end of the day, it's our soldiers, it's our soldiers who go ahead and patrol, our policemen who patrol Harabayas, you know? So, so the Chabad is saying over here, we're back. Look right over here. You know what's even amazing? What's amazing is how Eretz Yisrael gives its fruit in such a generous way to its children who have come home. Such a, <laughs> such a beautiful idea. You know, I'll mention to you that um, I shared this in the show that uh, when we were in Eretz Yisrael last time, we had the great Zuchos to be able to, uh, we partnered through Karen Ashiyas in the shul with a farmer, Alon Gottlieb, in, uh, in the south of Eretz Yisrael. So we went to visit his farms all, all the way down in the south. This was like about a mile from Gaza. Um, and it's amazing. He had, uh, he, I mentioned this, actually. he had, he had uh, Esrug Orchard, Clementines, and the Avocados. And he took us to the Esrug Orchards. And I've never seen Esrogim so big. I've never seen any anything. I mean, this was year six, Esrogim. Never seen anything so big. And he said to me, he's like, and he's the mangoes and the clementines. He said, this is Eretz Yisrael. The, the, land, the land is putting stuff out in an unparalleled way. So the Chaban says, that's Geula. That's Geula. The fact that we're back in Eretz Yisrael and the fact that at the end of the day, the land is putting out its produce to us. In other words, you know, we're going to stop over here. We're going to stop over here. And um, we'll say, there's no shear for the next two weeks. Next two Thursdays, I'm not going to be here. But Emir Tzashem will continue January 19th. 20th. Go to right now. We're going to continue January 20th, Emir Tzashem. All right, so no shit next two weeks. Maybe we'll form a WhatsApp group. I haven't been part of a new WhatsApp group for like three minutes. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, all right, they're not. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, you know, it's all right. Good. Let's also go down the Shulim. I'll put on the WhatsApp. My Riv in Shul forever. What's 